When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's get him in here. The silver tongue one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Let's start it up with Rick and Bubba. Got me started up. Make a grown man. W. W. <laughs> How about old Mick? What's hilarious with all these new, you know, technology you have now? And we we didn't know, y'all don't understand. We grew up in a time with singers like Mick Jagger, Bruce Springsteen, fill in the blank. I remember when he was a young whippersnapper, about seventy. Right. <laughs> yeah. You you never. If you couldn't figure out what they were saying, it was just too bad. Yeah, yeah. there was no research to find and out. And now you you look at some of the lyrics because you, now you have this, these programs that show you the lyrics mm-hmm. as they're coming. You're like, oh, is that what he's been saying? Yeah, uh, I, I had, know that. That Mick there, was Mick was saying he's a mean, mean machine. I never got that. Yeah, there's a lot of songs if you <laughs> if you go back and look at the words, you might be a little surprised. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because yep. it may not be exactly what you thought. A lot it was. of running themes too. Yeah. Most most all rock and roll songs were around about three things yeah, <laughs> yeah three chords and three topics <laughs> three topics yeah, so, uh, this so, show has really helped me out over mm-hmm. all the years because i've never really been i'm listening to the lyrics and i know every word i'm more of a rhythm beat kind of guy yeah. kind of that enjoys the song <laughs> and the, the lyrics i never really paid attention to until the burgess boys yep. came along oh, and yeah. y'all have educated me a lot on what a lot of a lot, what a lot a lot of songs are saying and yep. the meaning behind them. Yeah, and sometimes you wish you never knew. I know, I know. Uh, so we so, wow, uh, that's what they were saying. Well, Didn't know that. Thanks to everybody uh, for a, a great birthday yesterday and all the many birthday wishes. Very very kind and and uh, you know ninety nine percent of you was nice stuff to say yesterday. Thank you so much. Uh, but uh, into the one percent, well, I'll I'll be dead at some point. Uh, but anyway, so um, we we also. Uh, uh, it was a very laid back birthday. Bubba asked me about this when we got there, which I prefer. Um, you know, had some things that I, you know, when it comes to your birthday, you do a lot of things you enjoy. I, I, I was elated uh, that Adler and I finished up uh, curriculum number five yesterday for the manchurch.com, at least our part of it. We, we finished up the 40 videos uh, for the new uh, curriculum that'll come out next year. And now we send that off to uh, the Andy Blanks and his team, and they'll write the study guides. But Adler and I, we, we're done. We finished our part up. Um, That's awesome. We have put together five 40 week curriculum. 
Adam and I have cranked out a lot of content. Good. No. Uh, so so anyway, so that'll be coming out in 2025. So that was that was that felt good. I love to complete a project. So that was like uh-huh. a, that was like a gift. Uh, yesterday, you throw Gatorade on your Powerade. I, I, I did. I, I kept waiting mm-hmm. on John Thomas's message yesterday. Finally got that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, that I really did happen. He was going to call. Uh, well, I, he threw me a curve. He sent it on WhatsApp uh, app uh-huh. or WhatsApp, whatever that yeah. thing is. WhatsApp so, up. So I didn't get it like I normally do. And um, hello, Rick. This is John Thomas. It is your birthday. I am so happy. And I, and I was like, I am as well. Uh, so um, and Sherry was so sweet. Uh, made me nice a steak dinner and Ooh. had a little candle out on the deck. And it was beautiful in Alabama. Low humidity. And we sat out there and ate steak and under the candlelight and talked about life and the big wedding, the second wedding coming up this weekend and and putting all that together. So it was a very laid back. Day which which I like, I enjoy that a lot. That's good. So it, That's good. It, it I'm glad a, you enjoyed it. Bro. No, thanks to all of you for a great day. Well wishes and and uh, just very very kind. So there's uh, enough days that are out of control. It's well, good. To, it's good to have oh, one yeah. that's number one. Yeah, of course. You know, and Bub, Bub and I were talking about this because he has sent a text to Young Broderick as well. Uh, also uh, keeping up with everything. I heard from all my kids yesterday, and then uh, Young Broderick in a huge step out said he was going to have lunch with me after we finished the curriculum yesterday. Mm. And of course, I finally got the text after I looked down and saw where he was on group me and where I was. And I said, buddy, let's just punt. Okay. Hey, I got to shoot. I'm shooting this, this project. I'm a little behind. I said, buddy, let's just punt. It, it's fine. I know you feel obligated to have lunch with your daddy today, but it, it, it's uh, let, you're stressing me more by not being here. Mm-hmm. So let's just you just finish what you're doing, and I'll roll onto the house, and, and we will live to fight another day. So now he claims he's coming to the Bible study today, and we're going to go out to eat after that. Oh, so we'll wow. see. We'll see. But but hey, it's for son, it's fine. You got you got a lot on you this week. It's fine. That, that's not like yeah, you. usually weeks. you would throw the guilt trip on him. Yeah, heavy. yeah, but uh, I can't do that on wedding no, week. Not wedding week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wedding don't, week, don't. you got a lot. I did. I did. I, I did do the one thing I have to do, Bubba. So you don't think I've completely <laughs> left who I am. My final text was. Lord willing. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I, I have another, you run the numbers right. at 59, yeah. you yeah. know, there's not a whole lot of birthdays with dad left. Yeah. If I have, if I have another day, son, I'll see you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was good. And, uh, and then, uh, so, and talked to all the kids yesterday, great stuff. So it was, it was a good day. Now I did not know because I would not participate, but by accident on my way home from, uh, the lunch that I ate alone, on my birthday, um, uh, as I was riding home, uh, I made the mistake of hearing breaking news uh, that uh, there was a coalition that was going to remove the Speaker of the House, and and then and I, they did, and and apparently they did. Uh, there was a lot of commentary, people thinking that wasn't going to happen, but all those people apparently were wrong. And then today we have the big EAS EAS test. Yes, is that what it is? Yes, yes, we got that today. So we got it. We got so that, yeah, that's going to scare you to death today about one twenty Central Time. So just be prepared because it's still going to startle you when it happens. Oh yeah, but we need to test it. We need that. We need that ability. Um. So we'll we'll come back. I'm just glad it's a test and not a real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, as far as the Speaker of the House, I guess it was a real deal. Yeah, it was. We'll we'll break that down. Yeah, that was that was an odd thing. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I know we got uh, Jerry Carl coming up, Congressman, next hour to talk about where we're going with this removal of Kevin McCarthy uh, as the, the Speaker of the House and uh, mainly led by Matt Gates and uh, Republican out of Florida. And, and what's their little group called? 
the Freedom Caucus. The Freedom Caucus, uh, which freedom. you know, the Freedom Caucus, uh, you know, we we agree with on a lot, but sometimes it just feels like that they don't understand the concept of uh, getting a a a good deal is is better than uh, you know. It, Part th- of a good deal yeah. is better than no deal. Well, what I was going to say is a good deal, though it's not the great deal you wanted, but you got some of what you wanted. Sometimes it's better than walking away with nothing at all. And again, this is more your area, Bubba. And we do have the story. Speedy's got those laid out uh, a lot that went on yesterday. So if, if you want it, but yeah, we're getting people, as you said, emailing going, can, can y'all give us some sort of what's going on here? So we will attempt that and then, and then talk to the Congressman next hour. Well, I, I think simply said that the speaker was voted out yesterday by yep. the Democrats and eight Republicans, uh, as you said, the freedom caucus gang. And, um, do y'all want to hear that? W- w- yeah, we'll, we'll get to moment. that. The, the, Sorry. the whole concept <laughs> is that, you know, when you have razor thin majorities in the Congress, it's, it only takes one or two people who will flip sides on an issue to make a big difference and they control all the power because everybody else is kind of locked into place. So that's really what you had yesterday. And if you remember when McCarthy went in, we like to never got a speaker to begin with. Remember, it took more votes than we've ever had. We finally had a compromise. Remember, uh, Gates almost got in a fight with Mike Rogers on the that. floor. I remember that. So I th- when I saw that happen uh, to begin with, I knew that this was coming. It was just a matter of time because he had to make concessions to them to get them to vote for him. And the minute that it didn't go the way they wanted to on an issue. You knew they were going to do this and all the Democrats were going to vote because they, they love the chaos of anybody else being in trouble. That's standard politics in DC. So you, you knew this was going to happen, Rick. I mean, it was it the day he took the gavel to become the speaker. This was already destined to happen because there's no way you're going to make that many people happy with a razor thin majority. Well, and we'll, the big question, I guess, before most of our audience, not all of it, is do you agree with the aid or not? Well, we'll talk about that yep. and look at that. I'm kind of like you on principle. I agree with the Freedom Caucus on almost everything, but I'm not always in agreement with the way they go about to get it because, you know, I, I'd love to stand up and say, you know, this is an A or B issue. It's black or white and we've got to do this. But that's not the way you get things done in Congress because there's 400-something other opinions up there and a president and a court that's going to look over it. So you have to do things incrementally incrementally, and get what you can get. So, Adler, let's hear the official declaration yesterday that, that that has been vacant. On this vote, the yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. And there you go. First time in history. Yep. Wham. Matt Gates gives his reasons for doing this. Uh, let's, let's run the list, Addy, 1B. Mr. Speaker, my friend from Oklahoma says that my colleagues and I who don't support Kevin McCarthy would plunge the House and the country into chaos. Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. The one thing that the White House, House Democrats, and many of us on the conservative side of the Republican caucus 
would argue is that the thing we have in common, Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to. I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. I think that facing a $2.2 trillion annual deficit is chaos. I think that not passing single subject spending bills is chaos. I think the fact that we have been governed in this country since the mid-90s by continuing resolution and omnibus is chaos. And the way to liberate ourselves from that is a series of reforms to this body that I would hope would outlast Speaker McCarthy's time here would outlast my time here and would outlast either of our majorities. Reforms that I have heard some of the most conservative members of this body fight for and some of the reforms that we've been battling for that I've even heard those in the Democrat caucus say would be worthy and helpful to the House, like open amendments, like understanding what the budget is. We have been out of compliance with budget laws for most of my life, most of many of your lives. And by the way, if we did those things, if we had single subject bills, if we had an understanding on the top line, if we had open amendments, if we had trust and honesty and understanding, there would be times when my conservative colleagues and I would lose, might be a few times when we'd win, there'd be times that we would form partnerships that might otherwise not be uh, really predictable in the American body politic, but the American people would see us legislating. Now, I can't argue yeah. with the last part of what he said. Well, that, that's I can't solid. argue with a lot of what he said, yeah. but, but, but uh, whether this is the route to go about it. So now on this on one C, is it different than what he just did? He's defending his actions even more, uh, only about 30 seconds. So here we go. All right. And when it comes to how those raise money, I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time, and you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you i reserve he was he was being criticized yesterday when all this was going down people were receiving fundraiser emails at the same time from him and he was questioned about that and he was saying well that's i don't take special special interest money i i, I just I, I get money 10 20 bucks at a time from average americans so y'all can get on me all you want to about that but but i'm always trying to fundraise but he was being criticized. well i would say that. if 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 there's a <laughs> bunch of people that he represents and and he is their voice mm-hmm. If I was doing something like he's doing right now, that would be the time I would contact them yeah. and say, "If you agree with me, you know, I, I need your funding to stay here." Yeah, right. and that's yeah, that's what he was doing. I mean, well, I, I, probably, to me, that's just smart. Yeah. And probably a lot of it, the the uh, fundraising part is is totally separate from your political part. Right. You know, you can't even do fundraising business on the Capitol grounds. You have to leave that area, go to another office before you can deal with fundraising and all the political side of running for office. So uh, probably a lot of that goes on no matter what, because you have a staff oh, that's I get doing that. Day. And I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not sending those out. Right. He has people that do that and, and they're, and they're, and they're, and they're doing do it. it constantly. Uh, and I don't know if, if that was coincided with that, or it was just another day well, with another batch of emails. If I want to raise money for him, I would have coincided with it. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, here's Kevin McCarthy, the historic moment where he uh, walks out after <clears> being ousted. Here we go. 
This is just mostly just B-roll, yeah, sure. uh, and it's just uh, kind of chaos. People are are following him out, like, wow, what just happened? <laughs> there he goes. So you're alive during oh, this uh, historic resign? moment. Yeah. Congressman, will you resign? Will you resign? Will you put yourself back on the ballot, sir? Did you mock the congressman's face? <clears throat> He's going through the rotundra of the mm -hmm. Capitol building yeah, yeah. there. And if you've ever been there, you've seen that with yeah. all the statues. Oh, yeah. I was able to catch his speech last night. He said he's not resigning. I mean, he can still you – know, he just won't be speaker. He's not the only one that lost his office yesterday. <clears throat> no. Nancy Pelosi got moved out. Yep. <laughs> Another little story on that. We'll A lot of changes at the Capitol building. We'll come back. The gang here today, other than Helmsy, who is uh, out uh, for this part of the show, uh, and we'll return uh, on and off throughout the week. All right, so Bubsy, uh, another uh, big, uh, big moment yesterday uh, when um, Pelosi uh, was away. Uh, I'm sure on a well-earned vacation, and, and her office was was. Now, Rick, so what happened? So when she retired as Speaker of the House. She was given a special title, Speaker Emeritus. She oh, was yeah. given a special sure. office. Oh, yeah. Uh, something, and I, I don't know. I guess it's bigger or closer or something to right. it, something special about this it. This is what we do, what people do about somebody they think they had so much impact that they give them that title really for the rest of their lives in in an honorable way, not in a literal way. Well, well they did. That yeah. to, and it was the Democrats were in the majority, so right. they could sure, do Sure, of course. And uh, so the interim speaker, the speaker pro tem, Patrick McHenry, uh, Republican North Carolina, one of his first actions as the new temporary speaker of the House was to get rid of Nancy Pelosi's special office. She will go back into the office buildings where all the other Congress people are. Oh, wow. And he vacated her office and ordered it cleaned out. And the sergeant of arms and all went in with boxes and cleaned her office out while she was not there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, and then, oh. and, and those of us, right, which I, I, that's beautiful. Those of us that, it's a beautiful um, thing. that you, you know, every day you wonder. Word. And if you're living in the fake world or the real world, and, and as Bubba has said, and we've now adopted, we try to be your connection to the real world. But this is, when I first heard this, and I made sure I got clarification from the guys today, and apparently it was accurate, because I thought I was in the fake world, but I realized it actually came from the real world, wow. is that Donald Trump is trying to tell everybody that we just need to quit fighting amongst ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Now, did that really happen? Yep. The, the, I mean, Donald Trump... He, he said, said, wouldn't you love to see the looks? You have the exact quote because I, he, uh, I want you to see it. He basically said, Dan why Wilde, are we fighting among ourselves? No, he did Liberal not. Democrats are the ones running the country. Yeah, he, did. He, he said that out on Truth Social. Can we get along? So, yeah. I, I, if, I, I mean, I, I know this is hard to even say. Right. Donald Trump looked like the peacemaker in this. But but he's not. And Rick, he said it. Rick, he's taken back <laughs> the term meatball run. He's not going to use it anymore. Did Donald Trump say to the Republicans, we got to stop fighting amongst ourselves? Yes, yeah. he did. Did that happen? Yes, he did. Yeah. He's yeah. fought everybody. All right, so that was in the real world? <laughs> yeah. He's okay. fought everybody walks by. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it's upside down world, but it's real world. Right. Right. 
Hey, we need to calm down and <laughs> yeah. quit fighting amongst ourselves. Yeah. Ain't that right, Meatball Ron? Yeah. Look, here it is. Here's this true social to, uh, post. Here. Greg, Greg stop me saying, I tell you what, radio shows need to quit talking about football tomorrow. Uh, look, here it is. <laughs> Here's the official it. quote. Why is it the Republicans are always fighting among themselves? <laughs> Why aren't they fighting the radical left Democrats who are destroying the country? And we all agree with that about statement. It's just I, him I, saying it. But you can't say yeah. it. You're one of the main ones who does it. <laughs> yeah. so, He's nicknamed everybody. So... <laughs> Again, back. I mean, even me and Meatball Ron can be in the middle. <laughs> so, so back to the overall thing, and I know you're struggling with it like I am. I really don't know how I feel about this, right? Yeah. Because if you're going to drain the swamp, and I think we all agree the swamp needs to be drained, you can't do it with a garden hoe. You have to get a bulldozer. No doubt. Yeah, and and yeah. we we all agree on that. I didn't really disagree with anything that Gates said. Uh, on the floor about the, what is chaos. But the other side of that is, uh, can you get anything done that way? Because you have to compromise. You have to do it in increments to get it through uh, the votes and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about it, Rick. I'm, I'm kind of hung in the middle. I'm not necessarily a fan of Gates personally. Yeah. There's something about him that kind of well, wakes me a little bit. He's got a weird-looking uh, head. It's the forehead. Greg, yeah. of course, pointed that out. Now, and now, the tiny chin. All, and it goes now. from from billboard to nothing. Right, but but is you, is Greg. McCarthy? Was he getting anything done? Was it going quick enough? Are we just you know, you know, punching the clock at the Congress and doing basically what uh, the Democrats have been doing and just letting all these things that look terrible just keep rolling on? You well, know, I, I don't know. Just from and, and I, I've become a more and more casual uh, observer of politics, and that that's not helping me right now. Yeah. It's actually hurting me, but. <laughs> When I was kind of paying attention, um, I didn't really care for McCarthy. I thought he was weak, and I thought he overcompromised and was willing to go with the left more than I like. But then on the other end, I look at Matty Gates, and I kind of thought night. I was more in his camp, but then he started doing things I didn't like either. It's almost like I wish I could have a hybrid of them both uh, in, into one human. Yeah. Uh, but But I have to agree that just in logic, you know, the way that I would approach things, it's always there's certain things that are principled. You know, if you if you said to me, you know, we're going to close the border, but you have to denounce that there's only one way to heaven in Christ, I would go, well, I guess we'll just say keep the border open. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't yeah. agree to that. Yeah. And I'm using an extreme example. Yeah. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is if there's something principled, no matter how much the other side wants to come to me, if I have to give that up, there's certain things that we just right. can't. It didn't feel that way. When some of the deals came to the table where we could get government spending reduced at, at some level, we, we could get something better with the border and, and, and the, the Gates bunch, it was like, it's all or nothing. And, I, and I'm not always a fan of that because getting something, if you're not compromising principle, and maybe they felt like they were, you know, uh, is better than getting nothing. And, and politics, which is why I don't really want to be as part of it as I once was from a spiritual standpoint, is because politics is always about compromise. Well, our spiritual life isn't about compromise at all. You know, we don't mm. compromise the truth. But in politics, you compromise things all the time, yeah, you have uh, to. which is why I don't really get in lockstep with politicians anymore because eventually they're going to do something that spiritually you're going to have to explain. Mm -hmm. And I just would rather not get in that situation so, if I can avoid it. So uh, so I don't know. I, I'm like you. I'm, I'm kind of perplexed on this one. If I could give my political analysis of, <laughs> uh, 
of Gates. I think, Greg, it's his mouth is too close to his eyes. Is that what it is? Uh, yes. That section of his face oh, is too yeah. small for the rest of his head. I knew something was off. And, yeah, and didn't, he, is. didn't he do some things that were a little bit creepy yeah. well, in his oh, personal he's been, life? He's been, uh, he's been under an ethics investigation right. on a couple of things. And I don't think they found anything. I think he's been cleared on everything, as far as I know. But uh, I don't know. I don't I know. Get, that, I, it'll be interesting to hear Jerry Carl's take on it because I, I respect his opinion and... Uh, It'll be and and look, not everybody in the Freedom Caucus uh, voted to remove McCarthy either. So it was just right. eight of them, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the Freedom Caucus encompasses a bigger group, maybe about twenty. Well, I know those concerned about it say, "Does everybody?" And you already made this point, Bubba. Does everybody remember the chaos of trying to get him in as Speaker of the House? Oh my goodness, it went See, on. See that that's when this days. really took place because when you have to compromise that much and just a few people can change. The outcome of it, you you don't have a majority to rule with, you know. That's so the, so those opposed to this saying you're going to create that chaos again. We're not just going. This is not going to go smoothly. Yeah. This is going to be another. Yeah. This could drag on for months. Yeah, that's the first thing that McCarthy said last night when the reporters opened up with questions. He, he said, "What's the first thing the new speaker should do?" He said, "Change the rules because they're going to be in my same situation if it only takes a few to vote them out." But I think they made those rules as part of a compromise to get him in. Right, and then Getz told him. He Gates, said, "If yeah. you if you just keep rolling this budget thing over, I'm going to introduce a, a motion to remove you." And McCarthy said, "Bring it on!" And he did, and he had the votes. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, so if you want to join us, you can. Your media uh, connection to the real world. Bingo. Oh. Uh, and uh, we we have uh, coming up this hour. Talk. We'll talk a little bit about the speaker deal. Uh, with Congress, Congressman Jared Carl, uh, or as I like to call him, Alabama One. Yep. Uh, Alabama One. So, uh, so that's coming up uh, later in this segment. Uh, so we'll see what it looks like uh, from a congressman's point of view. Uh, Eric is in Meridian, Mississippi, 97.9. Uh, Eric, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Testing one, two, three. Go ahead. You're good. All right. So aliens come to Earth. Mm-hmm. They ask to speak to the leader. They send him to the Pope. He says, hey, man, y'all, you, you know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He says, yeah. He, like, visits us, like, every one, two, three, maybe every four years. He's like, what? He hadn't been here in, like, 2,000 years. What's up with that? Alien goes, well, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe it has something to do with the chocolates and the wine and the cheese. He's like, Pope goes, what? What you talking about? Cheese, wine, chocolate. I'm so sorry. Rick. I could feel the audience leaving, Woo! and I and I left with them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was, I was I had, trying to mine that out, but it just, I had to protect the audience. The setup. I'm so sorry. I, I don't. I don't, I don't want to be so long. <laughs> that was one of those things, sir, where you were sacrificed for the greater good. Yeah. And uh, who's screening calls that great? Uh, yeah. I started wondering. You know, where do I go here? Do I do I cater to this person, this one individual, or do I save many? Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, I'm with you. And I, I went with the saving of many. I mean, sometimes we, the, a segment will be going so bad you can literally feel the audience leaving. Yeah. and I could feel it. Did I was seconds it? from yeah. walking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh, I started thinking about lunch. Uh, Josh in Alabama. Hey, Josh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. What's going on? I hope everybody's ready for the big test. Got the tinfoil hats and watch out for the. 
Vaccinated zombies, 10-4. <laughs> <laughs> Who got this vaccinated zombie thing going? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I forgot about Keep it that. between the ditches. I forgot about that. Today's the day where didn't we get a call that asked us? Oh yeah, were we well, concerned about that? Yeah, some people said this test today was going to be the zombie activation for everybody had the vaccine. Well, I, I go back to this, and, it, and it's been said many, many, many times on the show. But this this truth continues to intensify the longer I do the show. I am certainly surprised by the things that we care about and the things we're afraid of, but not near as surprised as I am about the things we don't fear at all. Yeah. Uh, we, we could not be further off about where our passions are and, and where they should be. Mm-hmm. There's never been a bigger chasm than there is now. We, we are overly concerned about things that mean nothing, but we have no concern about things that are of great importance. Yeah. It's, a, it's a human trait, Rick, right. we have seen throughout history. Uh, let's go to uh, Anthony, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, listening on ZZK. Anthony, go ahead. Gentlemen, I want to appreciate you guys for your stance on God and what you were just saying. We're, all, we're worried about the wrong things except for what we should be fearing, which is the wrath of God. Right. And if, if you don't know him, then I wanted to tell you there's a conference coming to Birmingham, Alabama at my home church, at Solid Rock Church. Uh, Ron Parsley... Mike Signorelli and Miles Rutherford, they preach the whole gospel. It's going to be a life-changing experience, especially men who need to get their families in church and start worried about what we need to be worried about, which is that the end times are coming. Thanks, Anthony. Make a note. I, I know normally we don't do phone segments during this time that much. <laughs> uh huh. Make a note that might have been the right call. Okay. Okay, so, right. you know, this, this, se- it down, this right? segment right here, mm-hmm. we hardly ever do phones. And maybe that was that was discernment on our part. Yeah, I you blame know? I blame breakfast. Yeah, it, it's uh, the uh, you, know, you kind of felt like there was a lot of things going that would would garner like a big phone right, segment, right? Yeah. And I felt it too. So I'm not I'm not faulting well, anyone. Yeah. But that was a misread yeah. on our part, and I I, I, I share know, in it. Well, there's you know the gatekeeper in there. You yeah. see what's happening. Well, there's only been four calls. Yeah, he's not he's not screening out of a out of a large sample. In all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know it's you 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 remember why we invented the phone troll, yes, but that yeah. wasn't one unfortunately. I uh, I looked up the end of the joke. It wasn't worth it, but I can at least tell you guys the end of the joke if y'all want to hear oh, it. Oh, really? Yes, I looked it up. Okay, so he, he was talking about the, the guy visits and the Pope's like, "What? We're still waiting on the second coming. How does Jesus visit you aliens every two years or so?" The alien says to the Pope. Uh, well, we gave him uh, chocolate and cheese when he first came to our planet. What did you guys do for him when he first came to yours? That, you, Jesus got crucified. Of course, that was though God's plan of redemption, so it's really not funny. It's not. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but was it thank, worth thank it? you, Adler, yeah, for yeah. finishing it. Right, there. right. Yeah. Appreciate I, it, buddy. I, I think both of them were. Uh, <clears throat> thank you for making me dislike the joke even more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was Rick, af- I was afraid I didn't dislike it enough, and thank you for helping. Yeah, that cleared joke. it right up. Right, Please, yeah, it's right, not yeah. my joke. Yeah, right. Do y'all remember? Um, there's well, there's been certain phone segments we do. We talk about a big topic, and then nobody really wants to talk about it. I think it's really more of a. Um, uh, well, I think it shows that the audience really doesn't care who Speaker of the House is. Right. I, I don't right. really think, most- and that's okay with me. You yeah. Know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes you think. 
let's find out what our audience is into. Yeah. And sometimes you get it right. Right. And sometimes you're like, well, maybe, well, it's, not, it's, it's, maybe not at all. It, it, it's somewhat interesting. And, and that's okay. And, and, and I'm okay with that. Because yeah. I don't I'm, I don't really like the politics part of the show either, yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, it, it usually leaves me frustrated and, and thinking uh, uh, it'll never get any better. Yeah. You know, and I don't like when problems don't look like they're ever going to be resolved. That's a terrible feeling to me. Right. right. And, and if I ever think it can't be resolved, there's no worse feeling. Yeah. So, uh, so, so anyway, do you, um, do I try again? Well, let's try it. Yeah. That's this part feel, of it. Let, let's it be feels honest. So nine, I, I don't know it. that it can go much yeah, lower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, let's try this. Robert. Odds is a turn here somewhere. <laughs> Robert in South Carolina. Robert, go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Bubba, I just wanted to thank you for your take on the presidency yesterday afternoon and all that you had to say because y'all say things that other people don't have the nerve to say and it needed to be said on a public forum well thank you very much for your stand i appreciate you saying that trust me everybody here feels the same way and really it's speedy's fault because he sugared me up with that birthday cake. Right. Yeah, 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 and then let me go. That's you know what I mean? It's a, you are intelligent. <laughs> yes, you are. I don't know about that. Derek in Birmingham. Derek, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? I was just trying to save this... Uh, I can tell you guys were a little bummed out about this phone segment. <laughs> well, look, some are good, some are not. Some of our segments are good, some are not. Yeah. We all share in it. <laughs> yeah, I just I just had a moment of brilliance lightning in a bottle. You guys could still turn that big yellow truck into Topaz Tacos. Sorry, buddy. The food truck. Just, Everybody just, loves food truck. You know the word that the, the word I felt through that whole segment, uh-huh. clunky. Yeah, it, it felt yeah. clunky. It didn't did. It? It, it did. It's like my car's not running right. Yeah. I, I know there's something wrong with it. Right. Kind of like you put unlead in a diesel. Yeah, that's yeah. what it felt like. It was moving, but yeah. just barely. I felt like that phone segment was pulling up to the wrong pump. Yeah. We just took infield yeah. before the game, and people were throwing the ball all over the. Oh place. yeah, I hope we're better in the game. Rick yeah. and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Should have come. We'll talk to. Uh, Jerry Carl, congressman, about uh, the vote yesterday that removed the speaker for the first time in American history. And who will be the new speaker? How about that? Yep, we'll oh. talk about that with him coming up. Um, so, um, this, this, this. Why is that funny? <laughs> no, no, it's just us. Just us. Yeah, what is this, too? This has been handed to me. Where'd this come from? Uh, that, that's what <clears throat> we, were, we were talking about okay. how Republicans are fighting with Republicans and all this kind of stuff. And somebody detailed Trump what's happened enough. with the Democrats the last 10 days that the media mostly ignores. Oh, I see. Okay. And just a side by side. Well, look, and I'm, th- I'm just thankful that Donald Trump has stepped in and said, We can't fight <laughs> him. We, yeah. we can't fight him. The sure. great peacemaker has right. stepped in. Well, speaking of someone in need of a peacemaker, <laughs> are you following this Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Travis Kelsey thing? Oh, uh, this, really this, shot, he, didn't he? he threw him a little hand grenade. Didn't he? Yeah. Let, let me tell you something. This this Kelsey commercial where he takes not one but two vaccines at the same time and, and takes a check from Pfizer. Uh, Rick, it's just not too. that. He's on a dozen commercials now. Now, I know the Swifties think that his relationship with Taylor Swift has made this happen, but these were actually shot before. All yeah, oh, these sure. were way ahead sure. of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, so, uh, so you, you know, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you remember the time that somebody was uh, – who was it that was critical of him? He said, tell him to go take his Keith fifth Oberman. booster. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Keith Overman. He told him to go take – because, you know, Aaron Rodgers so would not take the vaccine. He said that he uh, he, he didn't want to take uh, – the health risk uh, with him and COVID was <laughs> not as much as the health risk of a experimental vaccine. And, and of course, for some reason, he was deemed the most horrible person on the planet for that. How dare him uh, not get in line and take his vaccine like all the good uh, uh, followers of the government. But but anyway, so um, uh, now you know, he was the, the Pat McAfee show, which, again, I still struggle with and I keep working on it. And I'm pretty <laughs> much shirt, I'm pretty sure it's the tank top. It's got uh, but anyway, he was on again. And the haircut. <laughs> He was on again, and they they got to talking about all this stuff Bubba mentioned with Taylor Swift <laughs> and Travis Kelsey and all this, and uh, and he referred to Travis Kelsey, Aaron Rodgers did as Mister Pfizer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, here, here it is, Rick. I'll, oh, um, we got yeah. it. Okay, yeah, here we go. I didn't have a crazy game, and uh, you know, Mister Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have you know his like <laughs> crazy him. impact game. Him. Obviously, he had you know some yards and stuff, but. <laughs> I felt like for the most part, you know, we played really tough on defense, especially the last three quarters. And I love their reaction. Like, yeah, he, he, he didn't. Dropped it in. He just worked it in in casual conversation. <laughs> and they knew exactly who they who he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, they're getting tickled. Mr. His reaction. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's uh, – uh, look, Aaron Rodgers is, is having a blast with this. He, oh, he, yeah. You think he cares when anybody mm-hmm. thinks about him and his, and his vaccine? Oh. And uh, that's normally our reaction when Greg says something in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it? it did. Yeah. No. <laughs> next, he's next. Greg, he's going to unpack why we don't we don't know why we don't like Matt Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Too much forehead. But could we could we get Pat McAfee to not do the tank top? Yeah, I, I know. I know yeah, he funny, bothers. I know he thinks that's yeah. his trademark now, and I mm-hmm. got that. But I don't know what what is it. I don't. It's something about the hair and the tank well, top. Well, the tank top. The tank top I've noticed is is very yeah, is very well. He's very not at the beach. He's in the studio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know it's not overly hot in right. there. Everybody's going to LED lights. It just looks a little out of place. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I, then I can't get out of my mind that he's a punter. I think that I think I've got yeah. that in the back of my mind uh, because. Uh, and, and I know that now he kind of pokes fun at that. He, he does. He that funny. Yeah. He, like he his highlight mm-hmm. tape. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. I I do like what they're doing on. Uh, College game day now, where he's offering all kinds of money if you can make a field goal, yeah. uh, and and how bad some of these kicks yeah. are. Yeah, well, I just I think I think there's a couple of things because I don't know what this is one of those things where I know I'm supposed to like it, and I think I I, I even feel obligated that I'm supposed to like Pat McAfee, and I don't, and I and I and I don't know what, and I, it's like I can't get past oh, it. Wow. So I think it might be the tank top because I noticed this, you know, because I um. Uh, I do this just to annoy Sherry. I now have not one but two tank tops. Now she tried to get rid of one of them and hide them, and and I won't let her. And so what I do anytime I put it on and walk around the house in it, there's always a reaction. What do you, you take that off? You're not going to wear a tank top. And I'm like, no, I'm going to wear a tank. And uh, so well, we I used to wear them all the time. In that I've now started working out in the tank top, and she didn't know what to do about it. Because I'm like, just workout shirt, and then yeah. I'll keep it on. Yeah. Last night for my birthday dinner, after we finished uh, the workout, she was like, well, all right, I'm on. I'm going to cook some steaks and make you a nice dinner. I said, that's great like that. I said, I think I'm just going to keep – I'm going to eat it in my tank. 
And she's like, no, you're, you're not. You know, you're not going to eat it. Go get dressed. And she, I wish she could, if she knew, it would be funny if she said, no, Pat McAfee, you're going to go jam. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I understand that the tank top is, it's it draws a line. The blades are over the tank top. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's the chain. I think the, the chain, chain bothers yeah. me. It's yeah. a combination Guys, of all this. I think if There's you, something wrong with us. I, I just want y'all to know. No, I think, I think Adler, it's a chain. I think no. Ever's yeah, on to something. Right. If, I went to, if I went to Pat McAfee <laughs> and, and we looked at the wardrobe, Maybe all I all he would need to do is change the hairstyle, and then all of a sudden the chain and tank would work, or remove the move the chain and the and the haircut and the tank would work. Yeah, y'all, y'all remove the right. tank and the haircut and the chain would work. You know, so I think it's the three things coming at me at the same time. And what I if, think if we could get rid of any of them, it would help. What if Matt Gates wore a tank top? <laughs> That'd be bad. I can unfortunately that would probably be about as bad as it can get. Yeah. I hadn't wore a gold chain in a long time. I, I might are you bring coming, that are you back. Oh, bring, it bring it back, Bubba. Come on, bring it back, man. I remember when you used to like a pawn shop owner, man. You were you had <laughs> yeah. the you had, had the gold blazing, <laughs> lot of, uh, big old gaudy gold watch, right. a lot of cologne, oh, a lot oh, of cologne, so, so much cologne, yeah. three buttons down, I on the button never down, wore a whole lot of cologne, chest hair, chest blazing, yeah, him and JT going out on the town, toothpick in your mouth, the musk. Good night. Deer were jumping in front of the van. Yeah, that was Cigars. a long time ago. Yeah. In fact, I found a picture. I found a classic picture of Bubba. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my oh, goodness. Wow, yeah. Bubba. <laughs> huh. You know, night. even if you were as strong as Mr. T, that had to get heavy. No, All of that would be like having a logging yes, chain around that, you. Yeah. I heard Mr. T had to um, actually like kind of clamp them all together in the back. So it was one hook, one yeah. clasp. Yeah, Otherwise, he was taking three hours oh, to put no on way, his yeah. chains. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, he, cl- he clamped them all together. Who, yeah. who dares me to wear a tank top on the show one day? Please, oh, please, 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 please. please. I, I just I sit here. I wear one for a full week. Which, yeah. I just, I just tank blazing. Tank. Should have said it yesterday because it was your birthday. You know what? Nobody could have got you. I'll go on it. Yes. I didn't think. Say it off for my birthday. I'd had to snuck out of the house. I'd had to crawl. Speaking of wearing things at the house. Uh, I stripped down to my underwear yesterday. Hey, careful, um, buddy. We're and, this is live. I thought show. it was just my birthday. Well, um, I, I said, did I say birthday? No. Okay. I, I just thought oh, okay. Underwear I, yeah. But oh, um, yeah. so I always tell Terry she's too too much into her phone or her laptop, and and I so I stripped down to my oh. underwear to see if she would even notice because she was so locked in, and she I did. Bet, yeah. Of course, then I turned it around and said, "Well, you checking me out?" You oh, know, yeah, but right. but she did. It took a minute though. I right. a little bit longer than I thought. I had to stroll through the kitchen twice. Yeah. But <laughs> but she finally she looked up. tell me they were briefs. <laughs> <laughs> They're close. Uh, close. If you want your wife to be more okay with the tank top look, mow the lawn without a shirt on. Oh, yeah. And then go to a tank top and she'll be like, thank you so right, much. Right. Yeah. Thank you for putting on a tank Good top. Point. My favorite yeah. is I'll, I'll walk in with the tank on and, and Sherry, you talk about the one that gets her time. I said, Sherry, help me a little bit. I said, so you've been fine your whole life. I said, I don't know how to be fine. And I, I said, I said, I'm kind of so, new to the game. Yeah, I said, I said, I'm new to I said, it. I said, I'm new to being fine. Where did you get a tank top? Uh, I got it from uh, Trainer Sean. <laughs> what, you, you and I this real small in the back where your <laughs> no, shoulders that's uh, not one of those. <laughs> you know the ones I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. T-Go's gym ones. Yeah. Yeah. I just need a little help. I mean, you've done, you've been fine all your life. This is new to me. You're still getting used to it, right? <laughs> help, help me. She was like, you think you're fine? <laughs> that's right. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. History uh, was made yesterday with the removal of uh, Speaker McCarthy. Uh, eight... Republicans went with all the Democrats uh, to remove him. Uh, we've been trying to unpack, uh, was this good? Was this bad? Was it ugly? 
Uh, and uh, Bubba, your uh, your daughter has been working uh, with uh, Jerry Carl, who's congressman and is currently working with him, serving the first district of Alabama. And you know, uh, we were like, we maybe we need to talk to somebody actually in Congress. Yeah, who was uh, there? Uh, who voted? Who was on the floor? Who was on the floor? And Congressman Jerry Carl of Alabama joins us now. Uh, congressman, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Great to see you. Well, historic Rick, times. I, I, hey, Rick, I want to know about your Raycon earplugs. Will they work on the congressional floor if I get in a set of them and block everybody out? You know, I bet we can sell a bunch of them right now on that floor. Yeah, yeah they will. Uh, you know, we were laughing in the break because uh, Speedy was telling you and Bubba was there and and uh, they were, we were talking in the break, and we were like, why don't you come on here and kind of clear up what's going on here? And you just started laughing. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, we. I don't really know how to feel about this. I, I you know, it, it is. Uh, I certainly found McCarthy at times to be weak uh, in the past. Uh, I don't really know if he's done a good job as a speaker. It's been, I haven't really been keeping up with it, to be honest. But um, what say you, uh, uh, Jerry Carl? Well, you know, being a speaker, you know, you've got two hundred twenty-two different Class A personalities up here. You're trying to appease. You're, in a speaker role, you're never going to make all of them happy at the same time. I think Kevin did a great job. I, I supported him on every vote. I supported him yesterday. I support him this morning. Uh, but I think that it, the handwriting was on the wall when it took us 15 votes to get him in. Yeah, It was just a matter of time before some of that 15 uh, got him out because of the way they, they had the, the rules and regulations changed. But you know what? I, I didn't come up here to, to, to depend on one person to get the job done. I came up here to do a job. Uh, we're, we're all a little tired. We're all a little upset this morning. We'll get over that. Uh, by next Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll have an idea of who wants the job. Nobody wants the job this morning, but uh, who wants the job? And then we'll, we'll elect that person, and, and hopefully they'll last another nine months. But uh, – it, it's pretty rough up here, uh, you know, just among the Republicans, how, how rough of a sport it can be versus the Democrats. Democrats, uh, you know, you act like that on the floor and they'll strip you of all your committees and send you home with all your tail feathers missing. But uh, Republicans, we're, we encourage free thinkers. We encourage independence. And this is what you get from it. So it's just it's a product of it. So we have to accept it and move on. Today's a new day. Congressman. Um we talk about draining the swamp in DC a lot and you are living in that swamp. Now Mm. there's a lot of people and and I'm like, Rick, I don't know how I feel about this because you know, to drain the swamp, you got to get a bulldozer in there and clean some things up, not a garden hoe. And you know, are we, is this a move toward taking some of these things on? We, we heard Matt Getz talk about, Chaos being $33 trillion in debt. I agree with that. Uh, being, you know, $2 trillion in debt on this year's budget. I agree with that. I mean, are we doing enough? Or the Republicans are in power. Are you just kind of buying time and moving forward? Is it moving too slow for the people who want to see the swamp drained, I guess? I, I think it's moving too slow for all of us. I mean, we're, we're only one vote, and, and that's, a, that's a poor excuse. I'm not going to use it. Uh, but but people like Getz, I mean, they they are destructive. They're they're not 
Uh, they're not builders. I mean, they're, they're demolition people. They tear things up, but they have no ideas how to fix it. So, but, but you've got some members up here that do, and those are the ones we have to rely on when we start into our committee meetings. For example, everyone's pointing out appropriations being late. You know, appropriations not being done. Appropriations, one for, uh, you know, slow appropriations, we would have this finished. Well, I got news for you. The last two appropriations, we can't even get our own people to agree on. So it, it's, uh, and, and a lot of them come from, from that, that handful that likes to cause so much trouble. So, you know, when they talk about the swamp, I don't believe it's the elected officials. I'll be honest with you because elected officials in the house, we average about six and a half years per, per person in a term. And, and we keeping that in mind, we rotate a lot of people in and out of here. So you would think you would see a lot of changes. I think the true swamp are the are the bureaucrats that stay here year after year after year, and they work on these committees. They're writing the rules and regulations. They're writing uh, all the policies. Uh, that is the true uh, swamp, at, in, in my view. And until we can figure out how to rotate those people, because there's some institutional knowledge there that we truly need in, in those people. But we've got to figure out a way of getting them out of one position into another and use that. Uh, for example, let me just give you an example. If you own appropriations, and my idea is if you spend eight years working with the appropriation committee, that's it. We need to move you to another committee, which may be ag committee. Maybe it may be another committee, obviously, of a, uh, but not the same committee. Right. That way you at least got fresh people rolling through the appropriations from, from the policy standpoint. But the real problem we have up here is just it's the same people writing the same policies. And a lot of these elected officials, uh, you know, that are making the most noise, they voted for this stuff. I mean, they, they voted for, for, for the second and third round of COVID money. And, you know, they voted for some of these things. So I, I want to be very cautious. I don't want to call anybody out. I mean, I came up here to do a job and it's not based on a. I, I love Kevin. He's like a brother. He's been very good to Jerry Carl. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll find a replacement and we'll move on. I think Kevin said it best last night. This place is not built around one person. We've got to find another person, not me. That's what Kevin said. We've got to find another person and move on. When you look at, at what it, we, the last time you mentioned it, 15 votes, it just has me thinking that finding the new person is going to be as chaotic, if not more chaotic than that. Why, why would I think otherwise? <clears throat> I I fully agree with that. I expect this to go on again. Uh, you know, one of the things inside baseball you have to watch here also is we got a 45-day CR. The, the clock's ticking on that. So by the time we go through this motion, by the time we find that person, by the time we elect that person on the floor, that's going to be about 10 days into that 45 days, and then we've got 35 days to finish. There's nothing – we can do on the floor today. So we go home today. We were told to go home today to return back Tuesday. So we'll vote Tuesday and hopefully we'll, or excuse me, we'll vote Wednesday and hopefully we'll, we'll have somebody and we'll get ready. But appropriations, I mean, we're, we're, we're getting frustrated just because we simply can't get our own people to agree. You know, we've got 30% cuts in some of these departments and, and we've hit the number that we thought we were supposed to hit. Well, this group of people have changed this number, and I can run through the numbers. It's, it's $1.53 and 
Now, all of a sudden, they want it to be $1.47 trillion. I mean, it's just so you can go cut some of these departments by 40%. All of us want it cut back, no doubt about it. But we have to be systematic on how we do it. You can't do it all at once. It's just going to be pure chaos in this country. Uh, you know, and try to use some reasonable thinking uh, when we start these cutbacks. But, uh, you know, we've stripped all the money out of all these uh, 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 plans that we've put together uh, for, you know, trans issues and LGBT issues and DEI issues. I mean, just uh, you, it goes on and on and on. And, and, and again, I, I'm in agreement of that. I don't have a problem with that. But it, it, it's, it's disheartening when you can't get your own people to sit down uh, and, and try to work through some of these situations. It, it's frustrating. I mean, oh. we, they've run out of things to ask for. I mean, uh, one of them even, even asked for, he wanted an office in the negotiations. He wanted an office in the Capitol. That was one thing he wanted for his vote. Wow. And that, that's just childish. That, that's just childish. Yeah, it's not taking care of the people when you start doing those no, kind of things. No, that, that, that's exactly what you don't need up here. Congressman, so, let me ask you this. Give us some ideas, someone who might could be a bridge builder to uh, to assume the role of the speaker. Uh, you handle that gavel pretty good. I saw you gaveling in a session or two. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not the man you need. I'm a bulldozer. I'm a, I'm a bull in the china shop. When I get stirred up, I just I stomp every piece of glass around me. I, I, I just don't have that type of personality. I, you know, we're fortunate and we have some very positive people that can do it. I mean, you're looking at Steve Scalise. I don't know if his health will allow him to do it, but Steve Scalise could, could step in there. You've got Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan would, would be a good choice. I, uh, but it, and some of these people just flat don't want it because they know they're going to be crucified by one side or the other. And this is not anything new. Uh, if you go back in history, you'll see a lot of people were offered the speaker position that wouldn't take it. Because they didn't want to be that one person trying to get that 200 plus uh, class A personalities to come together, so or type type A. But uh, we'll find that person. I know Scalise's name's been thrown around. Uh, uh, um, Gar- uh, not Garrett Graves, but um, um, there, there's about three or four names that are being thrown around so far. They will go through the interview process Tuesday. Uh, so we'll know Wednesday morning, or actually we'll know Tuesday afternoon, who wants to run. And then from there, we'll try to pick the best of how many ever there are. My guess would be about three or four. I don't know, I don't know if Jim Jordan could get the vote of the Freedom Caucus, but boy, he'd be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you know, Jim, Jim's, Jim's very rational, though. Uh, you know, he is a member of the Freedom Caucus. He's one of the original founders of the Freedom Caucus. Oh, that'd Caucus. be good. That'd be good. Congressman, but, but, thank you but, but so since, much. Okay. We appreciate you taking time to be with us. Thank you, Jerry Carl. Take care. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy your coffee every morning, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, working our way back, thanks to uh, Jerry Carl, Alabama 1. And you can kind of tell, it, it sounds like they're, they're they're all frustrated. They realize they got to move forward. And, um, you know, it just makes you feel kind of, I hate to say it, uh, almost helpless. You're like, <laughs> it, it just... Um, well, this is what you get when you have a razor-thin majority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The few can dictate to the many. Yeah. And uh, that's always... I, mean, I took, from what Congressman said, he's not a big fan of some of the tactics of... Uh, 
the Freedom Caucus and uh, Matt Gates, and and I think that's kind of how we felt going into it too. Uh, I, I can't argue with some of the things he says, but we've got to fix these things incrementally. It's just impossible to right. do, fix it all in one swap because one, you can't get the votes Two, the chaos that it causes. Right. But you can make progress toward it. I think that's one of the things where the Democrats have been very patient in their move of America to the left, which I don't agree with, but they take the, they take their wins where they can get them. Yep. You know, they haven't said let's go full socialism, but they, boy, they chip away at it every day. Yeah, and you know it. It just feels like sometimes these these eight with the Freedom Caucus, which I agree with a lot of the times, but they almost feel like you've got the the overzealous agent, and you you know he's negotiating for you. Yeah, and you you wanted two point five million dollars, and right now you're getting paid one point one, and they say I tell you what we'll go two point three, and he slams down and says By golly, we said two point five, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, and he and walks like, out, and you're like I could have got two three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Michael, what are you doing? We, 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 we're, we're two five or nothing, and I'm like, no, wait a minute, but two three is so much better than one one. Yeah, and uh, you I know. forgot her name, the the girl that's the agent on Frasier. Yeah, that's so funny. She's right. kind of that way. Right. All right. So uh, <laughs> you're funny, right. By yeah. the way, so I'm uh, looking forward to that that sitcom coming back. I know they've been taping that. I've heard that. So we're that, looking yeah, forward. That's to gonna that. be good. All right. So let's let's talk about something that everybody really cares about, and that's uh, of course uh, football. Uh, <laughs> So I thought that on this program that we all saw the 2025 SEC football schedule with Oklahoma and Texas involved. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're done with the, you know, the, the, the schedules were all changed. We're not going to have the East and the West uh, as far as the SEC championship. It's going to be the two best teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's going to be playing each other a lot more. I, I loved the new schedule. I thought we saw it. I thought we knew about it, and now Coach— But it was proposed. Yeah. Was that the difference? I guess, maybe, because Coach Hugh Freeze has said something, and people are like, oh, he's letting something slip out mm-hmm. about the new SEC schedules coming. But I thought we already knew this, but maybe you're so, right. Somebody maybe. clue us in on this, So here's Co- we're lost. Here's a Hugh Freeze from Auburn uh, making the comment. Well, I mean, the game has changed, and um, I don't know that we coaches have the power to—, to to do anything to really slow the changes down and obviously the conference realignment has happened within our conference and uh, I'm pretty confident that that the SEC is pretty solid on where we are and and I think they'll enjoy the new rivalries when they get to see Texas and Oklahoma and among the great rivalries that we already have in our conference and you know there'll be some uh, I'll miss playing Georgia every year because I just got to experience it for my first time. And, you know, I I loved every minute of it other than the outcome. I loved competing against those type teams. And um, so there are some changes coming. Wait a minute. Did he say not playing Georgia every year? Yeah. That's been a staple for Auburn. That's one of their oldest. Well, it's the South's oldest rival. It's the South's oldest rival. We heard that over and over again uh, just this last Saturday. (laughs) And and it was an electric atmosphere. And – and he said, uh, I'll miss that being every year. So people are going, well, he's just let the cat out of the bag. That means that Georgia and Auburn aren't going to play each other. But minute. under the proposed schedule, they did play Georgia every year, right? No, I don't remember that. No, I'm looking what, at what this we did. thing here. And we, it, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You no, go ahead. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm looking at it right. Uh, we, uh, in June, so y'all aren't crazy, yeah, we talked June. about the SEC releasing its yearly schedule uh, when <clears throat> they join in 2024, talking about um, – Oklahoma and Texas, and I'm I'm sliding down here to uh, Auburn's schedule. 
and in, and in 2024 they will play Georgia away. And I think, if I remember correctly, it was that a lot of the games were going to be rotating, and and that's why a lot of folks were saying, well, the the rivalries that have had tradition and and they've always played each other, they're going to try to keep some of that, but most of it is going to be rotating through different opponents, and maybe that's what Freeze is is referring to that maybe every year they won't play Georgia. Well, that's definitely what he's saying. Yeah, and I, I guess just I but guess in twenty twenty four they will. Yeah. I guess he, he people are saying, Oh, is he letting us know in the future that's not a given every year? And I would say yes, that or, is. Or was that schedule we saw just for the twenty twenty four Yeah, that's just that's just for the twenty twenty four, yeah. But I mean, I'll I'll take that kind of stuff with the fact that I want to see more of the SEC schools play each other more often. I want to see them add that ninth. Yeah, SEC I, yeah. I, I don't like you know when Alabama, you know, plays Georgia every blue moon. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, they I, ought to I, be playing a lot more. Yeah, I want to yeah. see some of these matchups in Florida and and all this. I want to see the all the schools in the conference playing each other more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, variety, now, variety. And, and I don't know that you have to have the ninth game to accomplish that. I, but this is what I, I do wish. That, I, yeah. This is what I do wish. I granted everybody needs a homecoming game. Okay, I got that. And you can line that up and, and dress a lot of people and play. But I'd like to do away with these other weak opponents. If you're if we're not going to schedule all conference games, at least go out of the conference and get a, an opponent that would be worthy of playing that will generate a TV audience. Like when I, I love when the SEC and the ACC play the West Coast teams. Yeah. Because you don't get to see them play them that much, right. except in bowl games. Right. So I love it when the uh, the SEC lines up with a Pac-10 or 12 or whatever they are this week, too, and they play those teams, and those teams play here, and they do home and home. And, you know, it's great to see them play the UCLA's and the USC's and, you know, the Cal's and the people you never get to see them play. So I don't mind that. But I do wish they would do away with a lot of these weak, uh, you know, smaller school schedules. I know those those guys depend on that to make money. Sure. But uh, hey, let them schedule a homecoming game, and that that could solve that, and and get a, you know, a big win for the home team and the the team coming in make a lot of money, but play quality teams all the other spots. Well, and I think Bubba, you're you're not just talking about those of us that might not even have a dog in the hunt wanting a good game on TV. I I, I know you have too. I've talked to fans of schools, and they're like, the price of season tickets now. Mm. Yeah. When I look down and see how much I paid for a game that is terrible, right? You know, I want to get my money's worth. I want to see a team that's on TV, not just when they play us. Speedy Greg Adler, all here this hour. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Buzzy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Things you need to know if you are ready, and I know you're coming from all over to watch the real Greg Burgess uh, break his own personal record. Oh. Uh, big day. Day. Bubba, big it's day. crap run. Piedmont, Alabama. Nobody can believe it. Rick and Bubba fans and, and Greg Minions coming from everywhere. Uh, and they're going to be there for that and raise money for this outstanding organization <laughs> and watch Greg run on what will be a beautiful day in Sweet Home, Woo! Alabama. I mean, you, you can't get a better day than that, my friend. That's hey, Greg, what what's your over-under time on that so uh-huh. I can know? What's your over-under? Like, in other words, what if you were to give a minute 
If and we could say you're going to go your over or best? under, what what would about that be? Thirty three minutes. No, it was thirty two and some change. I think I last year. Remember. We well, don't have a bad attitude. It's about going to be it. hard to beat it if you don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I ain't going. So well, is it thirty three? I'm, I'm not going. I'll probably it'll be. I'll be worse this year. Thirty four. Thirty three. We if, if we can guess over or under, if you gave a number like I'm going to run oh. thirty three, then we could say no. You're going to go over or under. What what would the number be? You think in minutes that you'll thirty four. 34? All right, 34. Bubba's down at 34. All right, so Bubba, so that's the number? Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you think he'll go above or under that? I'm going to say above that because he hasn't been trained. Above. Yeah. All right, Rick, Bubba says above 34. Right, Bubba. And I'm just going off what you're saying. Yeah. About if you told me you'd been training, I would say. These are hurting, too. Burgesses are famous sandbaggers. Yep. We're, we've been sandbaggers for a long time. He goes under. 34. <laughs> Under. I, I like it. Weather, mm-hmm. weather helps. Mm-hmm. The weather. Adler. Cool. Mm-hmm. Adler. No, I'm sorry. Hello, o- over. Over. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say over. Yeah. Because I just have no faith in Greg. Okay. I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. It's, I knew that was coming. Uh, yeah. It's Speedy. Free, it's, uh, for, it's free to watch, right? People could come watch absolutely. for free. Watch yeah. for free. Okay, no, good. No, there's Everybody there's come watch Greg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's dark, you can't see. Yeah. And they've actually said even if you don't race just the last the last block, there, no, every, everybody jump in behind. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. love yeah. Greg. Yeah. I'm going to go under. We love Greg. We love Greg. We love Greg. Yeah, I'm going to go under, uh, but it's going to be close. It's going to be like 33 and some change, but Uh, I think he'll be under. You can do it. You can do it. You can. You can. Uh, I'd go over if I was you. See, I don't like that attitude at all. Mm. That adrenaline the last mile is going to kick in. Yeah, that's where I I fade. No, not with all the people running behind you. You're going to feel them, man. That last bridge. Somebody will get him in a conversation. He doesn't talk when he runs. Can you not? Well, that's what's going to put him over. Yeah, if they get me talking, I'll definitely not. When you get down to the end, could you maybe not think about how your body is turning on you and maybe think about all those people that are depending that, 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 that struggle with cancer oh, Rick, and all, and while their family is going to Venetia watching from heaven. Rick, I'm going to try. Well, I mean, this don't sound like it. I mean, I ain't saying I ain't going to try. I mean, I, sometimes I think this organization goes, my goodness, can we pick somebody with a better attitude to be our spokesperson? <laughs> make a little better time? Right. No, not better time, better attitude. No, I got a great attitude. That's not really. It. No. No. It doesn't sound like it. It's, I, I'll get about halfway through it and go, what am I doing? Can you at least have a good disposition about it? I always have a good disposition about it. Does anybody that's it. That? That's what I want right there. It's going to be like Rocky, Greg. Yes. Everybody, everybody right behind See, you. See, that's, that's really the opposite of what I need. You know, I always thought that kid in the in the Michael J. Fox jacket, he, he hung in a pretty good he yeah did. Then he, he tried yeah but yeah uh, i like you, that greg. Right, so greg let me ask you a question because i think you can do this we've ran together it's been a minute but we have you can average 11 10 a mile yes you can yeah. that that i mean that's all you got to do to stay under 34 11 10 11 15 yeah i'll do that about the will first mile you, will you no, please, will you please finish nines. though i'm talking about digging Oh yeah! <laughs> if it was just a one mile sprint, I could do it in about between nine and ten. But just take. But it's it. not a one mile. Are you gonna it's, Are you gonna wear something so you have? I don't have idea? anything. Well, you got to be able to know. I you know, want one of my tanks? You want one of my? I tanks? would like oh, to wear yeah. one of your tank tops. Yeah. That might speed him up. That yeah. may cut yeah. me through the wind a little yeah. bit. You want to wear my watch, <laughs> Greg? That's Greg, okay. Greg, when I see you at the wedding on Sunday, I want I want to celebrate you under thirty four. Yeah. And all the good work that you've done. When is the last time you and and Greg ran though, Speedy? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like Obama. Obama's president. No, I, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's since this new studio we haven't. Oh, yeah, no, we, we've yeah. been over there, but hadn't, we didn't run. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you stopped going, Greg. Yeah, right, well. you did. When I could walk to it from the studio, it was a lot better for me. Right. He is. A, he you is get a, in a car. It's hard to make that thing turn. Yeah. <laughs> he is a gym's I mean, he is what they want. He yeah. pays but doesn't go. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, well that's how Jim make a living. They love that. They pay their employees on the people who don't come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, well, rest of, always, the rest of the people that don't come, like that's the probably, one I go to here. They don't like it much. There well, it is. Well, that's because he's got to get in the car yeah. and go. And I give no, you no. The place though, even I don't like it. As <laughs> It'll much grow as I on. Did It'll grow on you. But you've been you you go to your like Rocky though. You go out there like Rocky. Rocky used Philadelphia. Yes. And all the things in Philadelphia, you use the valley. Yeah, you, you run. Yes. You run in that valley. That's right. Yeah, just up and down my driveway. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I mean. That's okay. Blow the horn at me. Right. Shoot me birds. Stuff like you that. know. You pick up dogs and carry them. Oh uh, yes. You know, on your shoulders. Woo. Plenty you know, of them. Yeah. Every now and then, when I when I make a lap and I go back to the road, somebody set a dog out. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. <laughs> if you don't run 11 minute miles. You, uh, you're, uh, we're going to raise on you hard because because yeah. that means well, like that you're saying, if that, I was that means just running one mile, I would run. No, Greg, I've seen you. That means that you don't care if if you don't run an eleven mile. Greg, well, come if in. If I do, it may I may be worn out. Can you come in under thirty four for the people who are pulling for you? Well, I'm going to try, but I'm a little banged up. Okay, your little my banged. knees are killing me. I don't know. I guess it's just I tell you why pounding the pavement. Maybe that running. That's, that's why. I'm that's trying why you're fifty seven so years old. That's why. Yeah, 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 that'll do it. Here, here's some CBD. Like my calatrin's happened though. It helped me with my joint. <laughs> I, C- I got some CBD for your sure. joints. Right? Oh no, I got the calatrin. It helps. <laughs> uh, we're having an, we're having an endorsement playoff. Um, yeah. All right, so um, fifteen a mile, and then Speedy, you'll be at UAB 11. Saturday. Yes, it's gonna be beautiful weather. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three o'clock. W- yeah, you wish they were playing better right now. Well, what I, I what mean, are you doing? Right well, now? I'm just saying. Yeah, well, they play? they've had some South hard, Florida. Yeah, they've they've had some tough luck. Mm-hmm. Right, they have. They, they've been in every game, and it's just that. Mm, Any third, fallout? That third or fourth quarter has just one three. It just hadn't gone their way. Any fallout from uh, the coach and no, I don't think the blow so. up this weekend. I, yeah, I that kind of faded away, didn't yeah. it? Well, I didn't know it's coaching. Something else going on coaching. Yeah, it is. I wanted to hear the. There was a local station, but they had an interview coming up with him. They were going, and he was going to explain it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I'm well, not you sure want, how that went. You want to get in the car? You want to get him on? We can talk to him. You want to text Ryan Brown, see what he thinks? <laughs> Ryan, tell us. That's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it'll be a lot of fun. And, and the, the, the the cooler weather helps. Not cold, but cooler. Yeah, it It's does. not in the 90s. Makes that, a that's, huge that's difference. That's the way it's, it's going to – is it a night game? No, it's a 3 p.m. Oh, yeah, it'll game. be perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Now I will. Right. I mean, for a 3 p.m. game in Alabama, you you ain't got no complaints, you, buddy. Not at all, and I won't. Right. And I won't. And You'll have the sun be bright. Then, yeah. yeah. We're, we're looking, you know, the, the wedding's going to be outside on uh, yeah. Sunday afternoon, and it's going to be about 70. So that's going to be nice. Let's go. I don't, I don't Let's t- go. I won't be sweating at that old touch. No. That'll be a good one right no, there. No. So, I'll so. still be sweaty. Yeah, you yeah, you will. You'll sweat. <laughs> that's fine. You, I'll, be, Rick, hey, I'll be limping as I get there. I'll walk right, in. Limping. And I'm worried about that. I mean, this. I will be limping. Oh right. wow, the high on Saturday is only sixty-eight. No way. Low is forty-six. Oh, you're gonna be fine. Oh, forty-six. Well, about, about seven o'clock at night. What's it looking like? It doesn't have the hourly yet. It Break just it says, down. Greg, it might get oh five to ten mile per hour winds too. Greg. Oh, if I can get it behind me, I'm good. Greg, you might you might, you <laughs> might be a little more chilly than you want to be. Uh-huh. I'm at the road a long shirt. When, when that sun goes down, until I get cold. going to. Somebody good. help, Daddy. I'm One freezing. year it was misty rain on me. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like an artist. Oh, Mr. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> the latest, oh, the latest song from Misty Rain. Yeah, that does. It really does. 11.15 a mile. Right. And and you, but uh, you got to have something to let you know where you are. So you Yeah, can, I know. I don't have a watch. If you're cold, just wear this, Greg. One of these running suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look good, man. Yeah. Picture it. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you're going to have your, out. Greg's minions behind you running. Yeah, right. great. Thanks. We'll be back. 
Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So we're, we're now living in a time uh, to where even the concepts that were so simple, like you shouldn't steal things, that no longer is a given. <laughs> uh, you think that would be right. one we all could agree on? Yeah. You're going to see a woman who is stealing for Walmart. And only, only in today's society could I be stealing from Walmart. And when I get in trouble for stealing, I begin to try to convince everybody they're not coming after me because I'm stealing. They're coming after me because I'm black. Yeah. They're, they're racist. And, you know, it, and of course, all of us could easily deduce, well, they probably wouldn't be here if you weren't stealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't uh, think they're anti-black. They're anti-thief. Yeah. Now, they are anti-thief of, of any color, any ethnicity. Yeah. But uh, now, do I need to have to Get be careful? Get you a careful? load of this. Do I need to Wait, have to be careful? careful? On the card? Adler, Adler's going to run things. She's not on the cars. This is a longer video than we originally had. <laughs> so right. I, found the, I found the, in, in whatever, the beginning incident, yeah. uh, how, how it started. Um, so I I can't play audio there, but once the police officer gets on her gets her on the ground, oh she boy. starts screaming, "Walmart is racist! Walmart is racist!" Do I need to watch the language? I got it. You got it. Yes, okay, sir. Right. just okay. a big mama want want. And uh, Greg is going to narrate for us what's going on right, so, here. Uh, big girls on one of them carts, right? She and, is. And, and, and a policeman. So she's been accused of, of uh, shoplifting. Is yes. that what we're looking uh, at? And now right. she's, she's, okay. she's she's arguing. That, that seat's point. got all it can handle. Greg, correct. Painting the picture. Greg's painting the picture. Now she's throwing everything. No, no, no. Get she, into the the, she, the snacks. She's throwing stuff off the shelves Y'all. and what? Uh, uh, took a SWAT oh, yeah, at the now, police. Yeah, now yeah. she's fighting the policeman. And now yeah. they're in they're in a tussle. Hey, he's having a hard time with her. Yeah, he's well, got low center she's, gravity. She's got a low this, oh my gosh! This good. Now, we've lost was, a, hey, we've lost a shoe. Wow! I wish I'd been there. Rick, this is when she's screaming. <laughs> yep, she's you got a shoe off. So here she's screaming. She's screaming. Walmart is racist, and I know it's clean on after about ten seconds from here. So I'm going to mm-hmm. turn it up and we can hear it. Boy, a crowd has gathered. So they too. called her out while she was in line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think oh, I got maybe five more seconds. Awesome. <laughs> Just okay. wait till you hear this. <laughs> okay. There we go. It does sound like speed. There's okay. a big crowd, by the way. Wow, she's like, hey, hey, don't like that view. Well, hey. Her thighs echo. Wow. Her thighs have an echo. The great divide. Try to find her other shoe. Can you find it? I can't find it. It's mixed in with Under the, that pile of candy. I didn't even know that yoga pants came in that. I didn't know. <laughs> that. No. I had no idea. They're screaming, somebody help I may me. get me some. It's like a purple Y'all, she p- hippo. Please look at the crowd that's gathered in Walmart, it, it, in I, disbelief. Yeah. If you watch her when she gets in trouble, I want to hear her, all her, of it. Her first, her first move is to start knocking stuff down. Uh-huh. You oh, see, yeah. you this see, chaos. even when he tries to get her in custody, she knocks down that stand-up mm. display. You can see she doesn't really hit it. She hits. She, she knocks Y'all? it over with her arm. Going, oh, Y'all. Watch out! Hey, please, now, please. hey now, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> Don't this you is know not this video of the Grand buddies. Canyon. Is anyone a marine biologist? <laughs> Everybody, please. Rick, don't you know his co-workers when they get to break this film down with him trying to cover oh. him? Oh. Hey, hey, he's so out of breath, too. If, 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 he's 
<laughs> if you're at the same precinct with, precinct with this guy, oh. you can't wait till he gets back to the office. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, saw the security <laughs> video. Look, he had he had no choice. He had to take her down. Saw she the was, Walmart incident. She's knocking things over. She takes a swing at him, knocks his glasses oh, off. No, no, at that, that at that point, glasses. he he thought you're going down. You're going oh, yeah. down. Can she not understand that <sighs> the she reason, was shoplifting? The reason why he's here is because you've been accused of shoplifting, not because you're black. Oh, no, man. And, and really, this would have gone and, a lot smoother if, even if you're going no. to be exonerated, if you would just do what Look the officer asked you to do and even clear it up that you weren't stealing. But once you start fighting him and screaming <laughs> oh, and good, hollering right. and acting like a fool and doing damage, see her, see her, oh, see her no. knock that down on purpose. <laughs> yeah, she's no. knocking everything she can down. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 By the way, yeah, right. <laughs> she can walk. Yeah. She can walk yeah. clearly. Yeah, she yeah. got up pretty quick. Yeah, if yeah, you can fight can the walk. police, you ought to be able to walk through the store. You remember all the flack we took? Maybe, maybe there's other problems in her life. No, yeah, I so. Do you remember all the flack we took saying that there are some people that are just heavy and lazy that are abusing the scooters? How dare y'all? With my mom. Well, if, you're, if your loved one or yourself need one because of a true health issue, then we're not talking about you. Yeah, yeah. you don't. We're you're not in that The girl who, who suddenly can fight the police. I believe she's <laughs> yeah. pretty It's you a know. miracle. I think the fact that y'all, y'all, some of these camera views need to stop. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the fact that she turned into a female wrestler in the nice. WWE, yeah. I, I don't think she needed the scooter. Yeah. No, she took I a swan yeah. Yeah. My goodness, Abdullah the Butcher just came alive <laughs> off the scooter. <laughs> I think she's built like <laughs> he is struggling with those handcuffs. Those are some thick wrists. Now, let me tell you, oh, wow. let, let me a lot tell you, of purple. Let me tell you what. She's, she's hard to get down. She's, yeah. she's, she is low center of gravity. Big, right? strong legs. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and assaulted the low skittles. Low center of gravity. Yeah. Hey, just uh, threw the skittles everywhere. A lot of explosiveness. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, after she calmed down, she started singing, I love you. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't you think? Because she's purple and large. And, re- and, re- and remember, her whole thing is Walmart is racist. I wish somebody at Walmart would have been screaming back, we hate thieves. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, well, uh, I'm going to get Watch out. This is where she ends up. <laughs> and he's trying to so talk. That's where she ends up. Yeah. Well, you know, our society now has said, come in and steal anything <laughs> you want. Nobody will do anything to you. That's right. But I'll say this. Even if she is innocent of the accusation. All she had to do was cooperate. Yeah, she didn't act. You don't start throwing stuff everywhere. (laughs) Thank you, Adler, for that. Yeah, Yeah. because he might have had some stuff here. I know where they're going to check. No, no, no. Oh, a television. No. Uh -uh. No. (laughs) A sixty-inch TV. How'd you do that? Wow. (laughs) Good night. A card table. Why are you stealing a gallon of water? <laughs> I've heard of it. I've heard of it. A step ladder? How did you? <laughs> My goodness, a Honda generator. Yes, <laughs> it's a trailer tire. Uh, Is anyone here from Marie? That's a great line. <laughs> Yeah, stealing's bad. Trust uh, me, it's, it's, it's bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like can't it. swat the policeman in the head. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. Have you ever had somebody yank glasses off your oh, face yeah. and oh, make you so yeah. mad? Yeah, they so mad. Say, I could <laughs> never be a police officer because I would start punching a woman. The only thing's worse when they flip the bill of your hat. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell with the officer he really needed his glasses so he couldn't see. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, in the middle of he's thinking this ain't good. Everybody's yeah. filming. Well, he's thinking, "Where's my backup?" Thank, thank <laughs> he, 
even though I'm in my ride, I'll have a lot of a lot of paperwork to write. Right. Yeah, she, well, took, she posted him right in the face. Thankfully for oh. his side in this particular case, oh. this particular person is pretty easy to see. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> you may not get all the details, but you can move in the right direction. Yeah, yeah you can tell where she's at. Need help with Big Mama? There she is. Right. Oh, there's shade. Grab her. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Wow! It's, wow! That's wow! Well, what she a, ends up what a moment. <laughs> face down. What, what a what, I'm wow, impressed the guy can get her down. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah. you know, yeah. she was top heavy. So when she started yeah, she leaning, she it's one of those times where we're just all so thankful for cameras on iPhones, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just yeah. get such good footage. We, we, we you have, know who uh, was filming it was yeah. loving it. Portugal. Uh, Bubba, this is the new thing: climate activists blocking roads. You know, you have the right uh, in our country, I don't know what it is in Portugal, to protest, but you cannot do it in a way that will interfere with my rights, and that is when you block highways. Right. I think this is one of the most ridiculous things. I know these activists think, well, this is getting us attention. What it is is getting the ire of public opinion turned against you. Right. Uh, This is not the best way to draw attention to your cause or to win the debate. Right. What it is going to do is get you one run over or beat up. Right. So so here we go. Uh, here's here's how the folks in Portugal deal with it. Yep. Yeah. You, you see the guy? He's already grabbed their banner and took uh, it over mad. the side. Yeah, he's, he's mad about it. They're blocking so the road. no more banner. Uh-uh. And so <laughs> there they go. Well, he's picking one up. He's going to drag, drag them So the people are just yeah. dragging them off themselves. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and I I, yeah. I have to agree with <laughs> what that. Fail. This one guy. And look, they, they, I don't know if you noticed, one of the bike riders had a had a big board out. He was going to be sure there was no fighting back to the people dragging them uh, off. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, uh, that'll do hey, Traffic's back flowing. Yeah. Now they cleared that road up pretty darn quick. Oh yeah. What was that? A thirty second clear? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thirty three seconds. That guy there. We go from it. protesters to highway back functioning normal. Uh-huh. Well, you hit on it, Bubba. You you don't have the right to impede my ability to travel. Yep. And if you do, then I have the right to remove move you. And that's right. Yeah. You know, we had one guy. It's called self relief. Yep. And so. uh and then, and then traffic is moving again. And honestly, I don't think any of them are very good fighters yeah, can, anyway. So can, you can, don't yeah, worry about them never. fighting back. Can, can I tell some of you climate activists, calm down uh, and and don't do this. This is dangerous, and you're putting yourself in a bind. If you want to, you know, get on the, the stand up on the soapbox and talk about and bring some information, you can certainly do that. You can hold all kinds of summits and yeah. of course you know those oh, yeah the media will cover you yeah. you can do that all the time you know the climate summits that everybody <laughs> flies and drives to yeah i don't know why that's not a conference call or a yeah. zoom uh <laughs> since the world seems to be ending but uh, but there you go we only got 250 million years right. that's right and i don't understand the gluing yourself to stuff uh I there's just, another well, leave them there let yeah. them be glued to it there's yeah, another leave one them in, there overnight yeah. there was another one in germany and one of them um glued themselves to the road and there, there's actually road workers out there having to chisel the road and and take a chunk of concrete up to get them off the road right. because their hands glued. To I'll the, say remove that skin off their hand and they probably or saw their there. hand off. That's it there, you, you could cut their hand off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't tear the highway up over it. Over here on uh, and then the, charge them for it. Any that in the United States of America over Idiots. here, uh, we're going in the fours now, Adler. So uh-huh. we, we keep hearing. The Democrats who are all about defunding the police are acting like they didn't do that. Yeah. And and so now with all the, the crime rising, now I don't know if we want to show this in 4A. I could just talk about it. but uh, It doesn't show the actual – of it blurs it out. 
So uh, anyway, the New York Post has obtained and released video of a fatal stabbing. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know who Ryan Carson is, but they, they said he's an, an activist. And he's, he's, yeah. he's on, on the left politically. Mm-hmm. So he's walking right through there and has yeah. no idea. Well, watch. He's got a guy that's going to come up to him, and he's going to try to protect his girlfriend. At this yeah. point, yeah. he thinks They're he's, leaving he's, a late-night no wedding. They're leaving a late-night wedding, walking mm. the streets of New York. Uh, and then he will be attacked and stabbed. Uh, by a person there on the streets, as he's as you said, Bubba. Protect- See, this guy's trying- coming up here, and yeah. he's he's trying to protect his girlfriend, uh, and uh, and the person um, who who means them harm, uh, cuts him with a knife and stabs him. Um, so uh, and 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 this is um, there he is laying on the ground. Yeah, and now he's after the the, God, the girl man. too. And leaves. Yeah, but, but now too. What was his beef? I mean, um, the guy told him was- to chill. Mm-hmm. I think it was at the wrong place at the wrong time. God, of course, it was 4 a.m. Right. that they're out there. So yeah. uh, you got to be wise yeah. late, about where you are. Late night wedding. So next, here comes Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre that wants <laughs> us to think that, that the Biden administration and the policies are actually bringing crime down. Hmm. Uh, so here, here we go. So I mean, if President Biden's policies are helping bring crime down, would he be comfortable with somebody borrowing his Corvette and parking it on the street overnight in Southeast DC. I'm not gonna get into hypotheticals. I'm just gonna get into the facts about what this president has done in this president. So, Thank you, Peter Ducey. Thank you, Peter Ducey. <laughs> does she look like a bobblehead to y'all? Craig, yeah, she does. A little bit. All right, so now let's talk the about- old hypotheticals. If huh? you'd like to know, we can't play all nine minutes of it, of course, and I won't, but remember the Democrats are now pretending that they did not support defunding the police. Uh, unfortunately, there's nine minutes worth of uh, recordings of them saying to fund mm-hmm. the, uh, oh, the yeah. police. We've so, been talking about defunding the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Funding isn't necessarily as aggressive as, as a lot of folks paint it, paint it. You know, school budgets get cut almost every year. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes to some Amen. defunding. We have to reallocate resources, so yes. Would you echo calls from some Black Lives Matter activists to defund the police? Well, I think now is the time that we need to actually do that work. It is outdated, it is wrong-headed thinking to think that the only way you're going to get communities to be safe is to put more police officers on the street. Thank you, Kamala. Okay, okay thank you. What would you do? A real Kamala. key part of it is is when someone is convicted of a crime, locking them up yeah. so they can't be a repeat offender. I bet Ryan yeah. Carson we know how would, they're going to act. I bet Ryan Carson would have liked there have been more police on the street. I bet he would have. And uh, I'm going to. I, and I, I don't know. I don't know because they haven't caught the guy yet. I don't think. But uh, when they do, I bet he has a rap sheet. Long oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, th- this been... is not a mystery. This is not somebody decided to become a killer no. at 3.30 a.m. in no. the morning and wandered out. No. So as we start the hour, how many more people does, does Biden's dog have to bite before we get rid of this dog? Yeah, I, I I'm kind of shocked they're uh, allowing this to keep going on. I mean, the Secret Service commander. Guys, yeah, yeah. you think one of them would draw down on him? Or well, something, I, I think what may be happening, you know how dogs can sense something? 
I think the dog is trying to get everybody's attention that this guy's lost his confidence. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to bite everybody and let them know. So uh, does anybody know, you might know this, Adler. I know you're kind of a dog person, uh, or you once were until you had children and realized, and realized, why am I spending all this time with dogs? But, was, yeah. but, but anyway, um, do, are you familiar with a nationally renowned dog trainer, Tom Davis? I'm not. Speedy? Is that the dog whisperer? No, no. I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't know. Pets and paroles. Yeah. We, What's we, that little yeah, guy? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm out of the loop on him too. I'm not yeah. familiar with him either, but he says really famous. he says he's watching the behavior of the uh, what do they call it? The first dog yeah. is that what they say when I you're the president's so. dog? Yeah. Uh, and that says it is pain ever since he showed. Listen up. to this: what he actually says, and I want you to think about the irony of this. He says the behavior of this dog that has had uh, has bitten eleven people <laughs> is, is a lack of leadership. Well, says, they, come on. Says the You're dog. That no, up. he says it right here. Uh, he says he doesn't have. He has a bad leadership. He doesn't know his boundaries. He's not in a structured environment. <laughs> and uh, and they said and he's uh, biting everybody that comes around. That's why he's on a biting spree. But I I just can't believe I just can't believe that this is allowed. Yeah, I know. It, right. Eleven people. It would. It's a German Shepherd. Good it gracious. seems like this pretty one, dog. I mean, you yeah, think yeah. OSHA would shut this down, right? Yeah, yeah I, I would. Let, uh, let me ask you I've this: I've got a biting it, German Shepherd at work. Yeah. If you lived in a neighborhood and your dog had bit eleven people, oh, you, I bet you would be. It'd already be put down, yeah. and you would be sued. Absolutely, yeah. of course. Says uh, the commander is his name, and since twenty twenty one. Uh, the Secret Service people have been bitten eleven times. That's crazy. <laughs> Don't you That's know they crazy. talk about that? Right. Dog. Yeah. And uh, so uh, he uh, he's this guy, this trainer. I didn't know that. He said uh, that he has worked with politicians' dogs in the past, and for what he is observing, talking about the dog trainer Tom Davis, he says this dog is in an unfair environment to be successful. You know, he's mainly saying this breed yeah. and being the, the the first family's dog. Doesn't really work. Well, think they about probably the White should have House. gone with a smaller dog. He doesn't like yeah. the Secret Service. Th- yeah. Well, think about the White House. You're, you're going to have guards. You're going to have people rotating through on different shifts. You're going to have guests coming in and out. I mean, that's a nightmare for a dog. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, the dog likes its own yard, its own territory, its own house. And it doesn't even like the postman that comes every day. Well, so, and, and we and can we you imagine all, that times three hundred. And we <laughs> wow. all know this. We talked about this even on the show. And 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 a lot of you need to know that who may be thinking about you're going into the dog world and you think it's going to be sharp to have a dog. Mm-hmm. It's so 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 important for you to understand the breeds because the breeds they they're all good for for different situations. And he said, what's happened here is we've taken the wrong dog. For the wrong person and put it in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. And he said these are wonderful animals, German shepherds, but this is not the environment for them, and this is not the owner for them. They require much more structure, much more firm <laughs> leadership. And what this dog basically realizes is, yeah. ain't nobody lead me. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the way the country feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny. Right. Yeah. I find myself wanting to bite somebody. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so I'm not uh, up on my German shepherds, but I know they have a protective nature as well. So yep. you know, to, to, to Bubba's little. point with you know different faces coming in and out, you just don't know how they'll react. But and he probably doesn't see the president, mm-hmm. but what once every four weeks, right? <laughs> right. That's they keep right. him in Delaware. He'd see him a lot. Says, uh, <laughs> yep. Said, said this is not the breed for just anyone to have. How about if you're the president? Why you got to have a dog? I know they all. Well, everybody thinks it's sharp. Trump oh, didn't. Oh, look how cute. No, he he, he, he no. broke that uh, tradition. Well, yes. and that's good. You know, I, I, Trump seems like the kind of person, if he thinks exercise is a waste of energy <laughs> that he's been given, 
he certainly didn't want to waste time on a dog. No, right. You no, know? He doesn't. That doesn't fit into it. Okay, because he's very, he's very, oh, yeah. his time, he's going, he's going to use it to the maximum. He <laughs> don't want to ask, what do you do with the dog? You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think. Hey, we what do, about the dog? We do, we do have to say that he has uh, put the rumor that diet drinks will give you dementia to bed because he drinks them cr- like crazy. Well, no. And yeah. he's, uh, I mean, he hadn't let up. He does at all. say some bizarre things. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't hype him up, but uh, he doesn't appear to be. Stumbling no, around, yeah. Well, don't forget he showed too, that the other day. Don't forget, that. don't forget though. Don't forget, and this is Trump's personality. It's possible that Trump drinks four Diet Cokes a day, but he thinks it's sharper to say twelve. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah. To show everybody how indestructible <laughs> right. he is. I'm indestructible. I drink twelve a day. Twelve a day, <laughs> and then the reality is, we have four. Yeah, eat two of the cans. You know, it, it is. It is kind of ironic when you look at it. You know, you've seen pictures of his mom and his family boy, his mom. He, oh, he, boy. he comes he comes from some pretty good genetics because they've all lived to be pretty old yeah. and you, that's always and helpful. the hair thing comes from his mom there's no doubt about wow. it wow mm. wow 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 uh can i say i this? drink more diet cokes than any person <laughs> doesn't um, affect me aspartame means nothing back to dogs adam wainwright with this uh st louis cardinals finally retired and his big thing was that he wasn't going to take on a dog until he retired Mm -hmm. so at his uh i guess farewell they brought out a dog for a surprise of course his family goes nuts it looked like a labradoodle or something like that all i could think was what a handle he's got oh he can't you know and the man finally retired and you saddled him right he had to deal with it that night yeah so they're bringing it out now in this basket and he's uh, hoping he doesn't know what's going on and and all of a sudden he opens it up and then there's a puppy and you can see his daughters react in a in a you know positive way but all he's thinking is oh no right oh no i don't i'm gonna retire finally get a good night's sleep well no not anymore no it's gonna pee on me right here yeah yeah (laughs) that's a cute dog but wow dogs are a lot of hassle last night i had to go into the woods behind my house to get franklin because he wouldn't come back greg (laughs) y'all and were you screaming for any franklin story i wasn't i was going Well, no wonder you, you know that thing. You don't say his name? I'm I'd like, run from that, too. You know, and they, usually, he usually comes back. I caught him eating poop in the woods. Well, that'll do that. Yeah. And Isn't that great? I, I, grab his call, I grab his collar, but not, like, real hard. And he screams like I had hit him with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Through the neighborhood. Well, <laughs> 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 just laying there, won't move. Yeah, as if I've shot him with a shotgun in the side yard of my house. Yeah, uh, didn't you Gosh. say? Didn't you say he basically a, could pull he, the same move the woman at Walmart? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he started screaming. Chris is racist. Chris is racist. Chris hates dogs. Chris hates dogs. Do, do you, you, you got a checkered past. You told us that Franklin, he's a bit of a drama queen. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, and he's got that. He's got he's part German Shepherd and part Basset Hound, which well, looks which real should, which normal. Never happens. That's a long, short German Shepherd. God, it's not. German Shepherd head, right? Basset mm-hmm. Hound body. Yes, German like Shepherd head, That's Basset why I had that Hound back body. Strange. Yes, <laughs> and in fact, I did I, I did some research on German Shepherd dogs because you you got to watch them, and they actually have a pretty big history. Pit bulls account for like twenty two percent of reported bites. Mixed breeds are around twenty percent. German Shepherds are around eighteen percent of reported bites. So yeah. the German Shepherd, you got to watch them. They, they've got that training in them to yeah. to do a job. So you got to watch them. Yeah. Well, so, we all, Frank, we all not saw them on Hogan's Heroes. They're scary dogs. They're scary dogs. They're scary dogs. They're German Shepherds. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. They, uh, did you catch him in the act? Is that how you know campaign. what he was doing? Yes. Yeah. 
eating deer or dog or cat poop, one yeah. or the other, and he's just having like a buffet fest of it. And I'm like, all right, come into my house now. This is great. Yeah. At least he didn't roll in it. You ever seen him do that? Kevin did it yesterday. Oh. Kevin throws his shoulder blade into it like it's the greatest pie he's what ever seen in his life. I know it. I don't know These why These are they do animals that. in my home. And I can't believe you let these things back in your house. Oh, my goodness. Franklin. Oh, Franklin. Look at Rick's face right now. So to all my neighbors that heard it sounded like a dog being murdered, I was just bringing him back inside last night because he was eating poop and he wouldn't come in the house. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, all right. So um, Jordan Peterson, I remember the first time that I, uh, I, I was out of the loop on Jordan Peterson. And and it was when he, you know, Canada was trying to get him uh, to say he had to use certain pronouns. Do you remember this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he said, no. I mean, you, you can't make me use pronouns. You can't make me change language. And you remember he just, he was staunch and, and he wouldn't do it. And then, of course, every time somebody would try to, you know, debate him on it, reporters and stuff, he would just completely <laughs> annihilate them and turn right. them inside out. Um you know, I, I'm not sure he and I would agree on everything, but he's. Very, but what I like about him, he's very logical. Uh, and uh, so one of the things uh, he, you know, and, and a lot of people really love his work and to hear him talk and and all of that. And like I say, we, I don't think I agree with him on everything, but some of the things that he's talked about from a logical standpoint, even though I don't think we share every spiritual view the same, he has said some very logical things that you hear us talk about a lot about men's ministry and how the church is treating males because he said, you know, society may be guilty of not understanding that there's distinct, beautifully, by the way, distinct differences between male and female. Sometimes the church acts like they don't understand that either by the way that they <laughs> carry things on. Uh, and, they can't, and they're perplexed on why men are not engaged. But anyway, he, he's had some pretty incredible things to even say about that. But uh, he's doing it again. He's using another example of the beautifully distinct differences between male and female. He's talking to Bill Maher, who's, you know, every day seems like he's coming around a I little know, bit. I know. Uh, but I think the reason why Bill Maher is coming around is not because because he's changed his worldview, but because he can't even tolerate how illogical we're becoming. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he, he, yeah. he sees how bizarre it's right. got. Yeah, you ever been part of a team and suddenly they're, they're, you, you say, yeah, I'm all in, and then you start looking going, wait a minute, is this, is this yeah. what we do now? I can't yeah. be part of this. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's talking about one of the things that's also – uh, unique about male and female is is antisocial behavior uh, that the the male and the female don't even approach that the same and so is that pretty accurate Adler? so here he is with Bill Moore there are male patterns of antisocial behavior and there are female patterns and the male pattern tends to tilt towards physical violence which is partly why almost everyone who's in prison is male because we really put the clamps down on physical violence right but the female antisocial pattern which is well established by the way in the clinical literature is reputation savaging gossip mongering and exclusion so this is what chicks do as opposed to us you bet. you're so right yeah, yeah. when men are like i'll kill you yeah and women are like i'll, I'll make you kill yourself right 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 right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i'll make you wish you were dead <laughs> Yeah, well, and he's just saying, look, even those things are not the same. Yeah, I know. And yeah. he um, he expanded. I, I couldn't find the clip, but he expanded into this when it comes to uh, when men and women, or I should say girls and boys, don't have guidance when they're young and they don't have parents that are present and, and help them sh and help show them the way. Men, going along with what he just said, men hurt other people. Right. Men go out and damage other things, other people, and women 
hurt themselves. Yeah. They go and make terrible decisions. They go get involved with things they shouldn't get involved with. Involved with men they shouldn't be involved with. Get involved with men they shouldn't be involved with. And they tear themselves down. And it's just like, oh my goodness, it's so sad and true. And you're just like, oh my gosh. And you see it. You see it all the time. Well, and you know, it's one of the things that we've been talking about, and it's 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 one of the passions here, because it's so serious, back to what you were saying about men. When men are not under the authority of God, and this is not hyperbole, we're dangerous. Men are dangerous when, when, when they are not under proper spiritual leadership and they're not right spiritually because of all the obvious things we've seen. When men go rogue, they're dangerous. And when women go rogue, they're dangerous to themselves, I mean, which is a good point. And, uh, and so even in this, this ridiculous notion that men and women and male and female is just interchangeable, there's so many glaring examples that that just isn't true. Uh, and I would say beautifully distinct. Uh, and, and when you understand that, it's just like, you know, Helmsy was talking about this earlier. And then I, I won't, you know, share his own stories. He can share them himself. But we've all been through this. If you've ever coached and you've coached, um, you know, say like for him, he has daughters. So you've coached female sports versus coaching male sports. Yeah, I was involved in both. And, and you yeah. can do At that the same too. Time, I was yeah. going to say, you can speak to that. He's talking about it now. And I remember you speaking to this. The way you motivate them is not even the same. No, it's it's not even close. No. The feedback they give you is not the same it, either. It's, 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 it's almost same. two different languages. You have yeah. to shift gears. Yeah. yeah, and I know this is an oversimplification, and I think you agreed with this. In general, when you you know when you're coaching boys, them playing well makes them feel good. Yeah, their outcome. Yep. And then women have to feel good in order to play well. Yep. <laughs> you know, and they they have they they have to be, they have to be be feeling like. They're ready to go. Where mm-hmm. men just, if they'll just play well, that solves all the problems. That's it. That's it. I, yeah. I discovered that when a buddy of mine called me and said, I figured it out. I said, What are you talking about? He had two older sons, and then a, his youngest was a daughter. So he went from coaching baseball, uh, you know, on a travel level, youth level for years. And then he picked up, when they got old enough, he picked up coaching his daughter in softball. And he couldn't <clears> ever quite, quite figure it out. And then he finally figured it out. And he said, I got it, man. Yeah. If you just get them in a good mood, make them feel good about themselves, they'll be phenomenal on the field. Well, so we just have a good old time. Right. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you look, then you look at scripture, and it's a scripture that's uh, uh, you know under, misunderstood. And I'm actually going to be using it to officiate the wedding on Sunday, and did when I officiated yeah. Tyler's and others. Is when Peter says that that we should never be harsh with our wives. Don't be harsh with women, and remember they are the weaker vessel. Well, people. <gasps> Oh, the Bible says we're... that Peter is not talking about value. As a matter of fact, porcelain is of much greater value than steel, but porcelain breaks easier. And and that and that's he's not talking about value. He's talking about understand that being harsh to a woman is not like being harsh to a man, mm-hmm. because a woman breaks easier. Doesn't mean they're of lesser value. I gave you the porcelain analogy there, and he says it's so serious in God's view of a husband. That a man who is harsh with his wife and and mistreats his wife, that it that God doesn't even hear their prayers. Mm. That that that, warning, that, that it? it gets it distorts your prayer life with God if you're a man who treats his wife harshly, and um, and but that's not a value thing. You know, we start thinking, no, yeah, what do you mean? No, men and women are distinct, but they're beautifully distinct. This has nothing to do with value. Men and women are equal in value; they're just distinctly different. Uh, and, um, and so that, that's, we got to understand that point 
because we certainly don't do a service to women treating them like men, and we don't do a service to men treating them like women. You're, you're not going to get the right result. you got to know how they were designed. Beautifully distinct. Beautifully distinct. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to be with us for tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. We're looking for a new speaker of the house, and we possibly will have ice cream. All tomorrow on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.